Your top stories on Blitz this hour. The Proteus Edge, Lanka in a T20 World Cup thriller. We bring you the latest football from Europe. Mamadi Sundowns capture the MTNA title. All the drama from UFC 267. And New Zealand brush aside Wales in Cardiff. South Africa won the toss and opted to field as they faced Sri Lanka in their third outing of the T20 World Cup at the Sharjah Cricket Stadium. The Proteas headed into the clash off the back of a fine performance against the West Indies, while Sri Lanka were looking to bounce back from a defeat at the hands of Australia. After a steady start that saw Sri Lanka to 20 near the end of the fourth over, Anrich Norkia struck for the Proteas as he found a way through Kusal Pereira's defence. Sri Lanka rallied back as Patham Nisanka and Charitha Salanka combined well to not only up the run rate but also see their team to 50 at the start of the ninth over. A push for an extra run though handed the Proteas a much needed breakthrough as Asalanka was found short of the crease, run out for 21 with a score on 61. Banuka Rajapaksa lasted all of three deliveries as he chipped straight back to Tabari Shamsi in the next over. Sri Lanka reaching the halfway point of their innings three down with 67 on the scoreboard. Two more scalps for the spinner reduced Sri Lanka to 91 for five, with the wicket of Wanindu Hasaranga ensuring that Shamsi set a new record for the most T20 international wickets in a calendar year. Nisanka, meanwhile, soldiered on as he reached a well-deserved half-century, despite wickets tumbling around him. The loss of wickets at regular intervals continued as Dwayne Pretoria sent Dasun Shanaka and Chamika Karuna Ratne packing for 11 and 5 respectively, before ending Nisanka's innings on 72. Norkia wrapped up the innings in the final over as he dismissed Dushmanta Chamira before Lahiro Kumara was run out for a duck as Sri Lanka managed to reach 142 all out from their 20 overs. South Africa's chase got off to a great start as Riza Hendricks and Quinton de Kock raced to 25. However, both openers were sent back to the pavilion for 11 and 12 respectively within three balls by Dushmanta Chamira. A slight recovery between Rassi van der Dissen and Captain Temba Bavuma added 23 to the score before van der Dissen was run out for 16, the Proteas stumbling on 49 for 3 by the end of the 8th over. Aidan Markram combined well with his captain for a much-needed 46-run stand. The partnership would be broken in the 15th over by Juanindo de Silva, though, who managed to break Markram's defence on 19 to leave the Proteas on 96 for 4, needing 47 of the last 30 deliveries. With the run rate getting worse with every passing delivery, disaster struck in the 18th over for the Proteas as Asaranga, with successive deliveries, sent Bavuma for a runnable 46 and Dwayne Pretorius with his first delivery packing. South Africa with their backs to the wall on 112 for 6. However, a heroic 7th wicket stand between David Miller and Kajisa Rabada followed as both batters managed to clear the boundary at critical times before pushing the Proteus over the line with a ball to spare and 4 wickets standing. 4 runs! The edge goes off to the fence and South Africa get over the line! Turbulent were the times in this game! as they went towards the target of 143. At some point, you'd have thought they were not going to get there. But man, how dramatic right at the end. They win by four wickets.
Billed as two of the tournament's favourites, it was a clash of the titans at the T20 World Cup when Australia took on England in their Group 1 match in Dubai. The early news from the middle saw England winning the toss and electing to bowl first up on a pitch that has seen a couple of teams struggling with the bat so far this tournament. The English got off to a sterling start when a few early wickets from Chris Wokes and Chris Jordan saw all of David Warner, Steve Smith and Glenn Maxwell removed with just 15 runs on the board. Adil Rashid then joined in on the party and caught Marcus Stoyner's LBW for a duck to reduce the Australians to just 21 for the loss of four. At the other end, only captain Aaron Finch was able to withstand the English onslaught with his lone stand of 44 before being caught by Bairstow and essentially ending his side's innings. In the end, his measured knock at just under a runner ball saw him helping guide his troops to 125 all out. In response, the opening pair of Joss Butler and Jason Roy got England off to the perfect start when they put on an opening stand of 66 to put the English in the driver's seat. With Roy making his exit at the hands of Adam Zampa for 22, the Australian hopes came back to life. They were, however, thoroughly doused by the rampaging Joss Butler, who smashed five fours and five sixes on his way to an undefeated 71 off just 32 deliveries and give the English a very comfortable eight-wicket win with a full 50 balls to spare. Catch all the action from the ICC Men's T20 World Cup with Afghanistan taking on Namibia first up before India play New Zealand in the later one at the Dubai International Stadium. Catch all the action live on your World of Champions. Having not conceded a goal at home in the Premier League this season, Manchester City were the clear favourites in the build-up to their match against Crystal Palace at the Etihad Stadium. It was anything but, according to the script though, when Palace striker Wilfried Zaha opened the scoring for Palace in just the sixth minute to stun the home crowd in Manchester. City's best chance came around the 18-minute mark when Phil Foden fired a corner into the centre of the box, but Rodrigo could only fire it straight into the arms of the goalkeeper. Disaster then struck for the hosts when Emerick Laporte was shown a straight red card on the stroke of half-time for a clumsy challenge on goalscorer Zaha. City then came out firing in the second half, with Rodri nearly making amends for squandering his earlier chance, but could only sweep it over the bar. The home side thought they'd managed to pull themselves level on the hour mark, but they were left disappointed when VAR judged Phil Foden to be offside in the build-up. There was still time for Conor Gallagher to add insult to injury late on in the match, when some excellent hold-up play from Zaha again saw him buy some space for Gallagher to guide the ball in off the woodwork. Despite the six added minutes, there was never going to be another close chance for City to salvage anything from the game. And with the final whistle sounding, it ended 2-0 in favour of Crystal Palace. It was a battle of the under-fire managers at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium when the Lily Whites hosted Manchester United in the Premier League. Both sides headed into the clash in a less than impressive run of form, most notably with Tottenham having lost their last four matches in a row, well, as for Manchester United fans, we're still recovering from their recent 5-0 thrashing at the hands of rivals Liverpool. The match got off to a quick pace with early chances falling the way of both sides. Edinson Cavani came closest for United in the 25th minute, but his header glanced just wide at the top corner. Tottenham, meanwhile, went one closer just a couple of minutes after that when Romero poked it home from close range, only to be denied by the offside flag. They were made to rue their missed chances late on in the first half when Cristiano Ronaldo got on the end of a lovely cross from Luke Shaw to produce a superb volley into the bottom left corner. 
As the second half got underway, Ronaldo was again nearly among the goals, but VAR rolled his run offside. With the warning signs there for Spurs, though, it was Edinson Cavani who made it stick when he chipped goalkeeper Hugo Lloris to make it 2-0. Substitution Marcus Rashford then made use of his fresh legs to sprint clear of the Spurs defence and add a third with a carefully positioned strike. With just four minutes left in the match, there really wasn't any time left for Spurs to give their fans anything to cheer about, with the referee calling time on the match as it ended 3-0 to the visitors. In their first six meetings in the Premier League, Liverpool recorded maximum points against Brighton and Hove Albion City. But last season the momentum sunk towards Brighton as the Reds managed only one point from the two league fixtures. This time they come face to face at Anfield on match day 10 of the Premier League with the full knowledge that the last fixture between them was a win for Brighton. And it was the visitors who got out of the starting blocks first with Soli March forcing a save out of Alison Becker. But just four minutes into the game, the home side took the lead. Laying the ball back. Brighton was not to be silenced though, as they took the fight to their hosts. They could have level matters on this occasion, but after beating Becker, they could not get past the upright. Liverpool were then forced to make changes, bringing on Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain for the injured navigator. Oxlade-Chamberlain made his presence felt when he was the provider for Liverpool's second goal, Sadio Mane the scorer. The home side could have added the third with this one from Mane, but VAR judged him to have used his hand to steer the ball into the net much to the relief of goalkeeper Robert Sanchez. It took a special goal for Brighton to claw their way back into the game. Zambian international Enoch Mwepu marking his first Premier League goal with this gem. Mwepu, Alisson loses that one in the sunshine. Brighton are back in it. A little ray of sunshine from the Zambian international. The goal energised the visitors and it was no surprise when they equalised in the 65th minute through Leandro Tossard to make it 2-2 giving Brighton hope that they could get maximum points again as they did last season. That goal did come in the 75th minute, but it was ruled offside, and Liverpool breathed a sigh of relief as it finished 2-all at Anfield. Flying high atop the Premier League standings, Chelsea looked to maintain the advantage over Liverpool as they made the trip to St James's Park for their clash against Newcastle United. They began life without Steve Bruce on the touchline after the English manager parted ways with the club. The Blues were dominant during the opening half but had nothing to show for it with some wayward finishing letting them down. Hakim Ziyech missing from close range as both teams went into the dressing room with no goals to their name. The second half was the opposite to the first with Chelsea converting their dominance into goals as fullback Rhys James broke the deadlock just after the hour mark. It's an Adoy's cross. Loftus Cheek was waiting. James is there too. The Magpies' defence came under siege from there on as the Blues managed to take a two-goal lead. James once again showing that he's a clinical finisher, leaving goalkeeper Carl Darlow a hapless figure on the ground. After failing to score in the opening half, Chelsea kept their foot on the pedal to swipe aside Newcastle as Darlow brought down Kai Havertz inside the 18-yard area. Mr. Reliable from the penalty spot, Jorginho stepped up and saw Thomas Tuchel's side to a 3-0 victory. The Blues marching on, bagging maximum points to remain the team to catch on the Premier League log.
After punching their tickets the last day to the Carabao Cup, Leicester City and Arsenal shifted their focus back to the Premier League. The two informed clubs met in Saturday's early kickoff. Bukaya Saka, at just 20 years old, made his 100th appearance for the Arsenal, who had emerged victorious from their last two trips to the King Power Stadium. The England international got the North Londoners off to a promising start. He then allowed defender Gabriel to attack the ball and score with a glancing effort. The Gunners, looking excellent in the final third, went on to double their advantage. And Smith Rowe makes it 2-0! Open invitation, thumped home, and the goal is not a surprise because Leicester look as if they are still in bed. At the other end, the Foxes began to find some pockets of space. Nigerian Kelechi Iannaccio forced Aaron Ramsdale to top one away. The Arsenal shot stopper was at it again moments later. It's Madison! And it's a brilliant save again from Ramsdale and off the line by Partey in the end. That was an extraordinary escape. But once again, Aaron Ramsdale with the heroics. Leicester City continued to press in the second 45. Luke Thomas skimmed the post after being slipped through by Yuri Tillemans. Ramsdale, who produced one of the goalkeeping performances of the campaign, came to Arsenal's rescue again. His later stop denied Adamola Lookman on the angle. Kasper Schmeichel then kept Gabon's Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang at bay by making a reaction save with his foot on the line. The Gunners came away with a 2-0 victory to maintain their momentum. Mikel Arteta's men are now unbeaten in nine games in all competitions. Another dramatic Saturday in the Premier League with Arsenal winning 2-0 on the road to Leicester. Man City lost out 2-0 at home to Crystal Palace while Manchester United bounced back to winning ways with a 3-0 victory at Tottenham Hotspur. Chelsea topped the Premier League table after 10 matches played while Arsenal move up to 6th place. Leicester City find themselves down in 10th. Following their win against Man City, Crystal Palace move up to 13th, while propping up the table are Leeds United, Newcastle and Norwich.